0: Hi, and welcome to our podcast, SOS.
1: Sides of the Spectrum. I'm Bill Conley.
0: And I'm Aiden Lee.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Uh, the topic today is something that's near and dear to you, all of us, I think.
0: It's gonna be something that everyone could, could relate to. It would be about video games.
1: My video game experience, I'm old. I was born in the 70s, so it started with Pong.
0: Pong, oh my goodness. I remember seeing that like a like way back. Like I think it was like in like a museum, and they were showing it off and i remember playing it and now it was i was looking at it and compared to graphics now because like i'm 16 so it's looking at it and you're like why are two sticks bouncing a ball left and right
1: it's not really a ball it's a giant square right
0: eh? yeah it's just a oh wait a minute it isn't even a ball it's a yeah it's just a, just a giant it's just a square because atari couldn't even do a circle
1: there were was what two colors black and gray
0: yeah, and sometimes like there would be variants, because I like researching into old video games. There was one that was red and blue, could make it green and purple, and that would be di- color variants were different types of sports, and they were all pong.
1: Uh, thank goodness things have changed uh, in some goodness, ways. Goodness. So I don't know about you, but my interest in video games, uh, it was always kind of comforting for me after a tough day at school and come home, and with that big cartridge in the old TV and flick the switch at the back and uh, get out that joystick with one big red button. <laughs> and just one button
0: and a giant joystick and then you had to have that giant square of a TV. You know TVs now are like thin rectangles and then I, you go back and you just have a big big square just like a old pc just why is it so big
1: yeah and those were heavy too uh there were times i wanted to take the atari into my room I had to carry like a giant tv to my room and <laughs> find a plug and unhook everything rehook hook it all up
0: oh, and goodness! it a took crazy. a good half
1: hour to get it up oh
0: my just, just the you don't even spend time playing you spend more time setting it up
1: and that's what made a great The good thing about video games was it uh, introduced me to the world of uh, programming and computers, and uh, it's kind of the career I chose in life and uh, been good to me. Mm. Though I don't do video games, it's not quite that exciting, but uh, doing reports and financial stuff. It's still computers, technically. <laughs> yeah.
0: I heard that yours is Atari. When I was young, I would have to say that GameCube was my favorite system. It would be like Super Mario Sunshine, Super Smash Brothers, and uh, Ribbit King, a, a little hidden gem of the game of the GameCube world.
1: Making me feel old. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Well, one thing I do find uh, really cool is how certain games kind of are timeless they're started off back in the 80s and they're still around like Mario Brothers.
0: Oh um, my goodness Mario Brothers series on it's own is just so big. Like if you could list 3 games in your lifetime, what would those 3 games that if you came back to it right now, it would just, it would just be like oh my goodness I could play this again and again and again for years.
1: Well one is Super Mario 2 uh, it's kind of special to me, one of my childhood friends, he loaned it to me in I think grade 7, grade 8. At the time it just blew my mind because there was nothing like that, there was no time limit and it was just kind of very meditative like you're going around and it's kind of puzzle-like, right?
0: You're throwing turnips and you're picking up potions that travel you to a dark world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess, but uh, I'm kind of weird, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot of PC games that I like and uh, I recently installed mods on my old laptop and I'm playing Lords of the Realm 2, which no one probably ever heard, but I don't. <laughs> a game company called Sierra back in the 90s they did Lords of the Realm 2 and you're like a medieval guy and you build castles and you know keep your peasants healthy and fight other guys and yeah I kind of like the strategy games and I think Mario Brothers is kind of like that anchor and to be honest I shouldn't tell anyone this it's kind of nerdy but when I'm at work I'm walking through the back hall and there's all sorts of obstacles no one's looking I go do 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 and start running swinging my arms and going
0: I, I, I do I do that too sometimes. Whenever you're listening to like a good like like your music, or you're thinking back to a previous memory, you're just like, Whoop <laughs> Gotta gotta hit the gotta hit the ceiling real quick. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what's your uh, top video games?
0: Oh my goodness! Top three timeless video games. I would have to go back. It would probably be Super Mario Sunshine. that was probably the first game I ever really played I never beat it I never got all the shines I remember I was just near the end to fighting Bowser but it got too hard and I just gave up (laughs) and I'm sad I'm sad I have to I have to beat it someday
1: if it makes you feel better I've never defeated Super Mario 2 or 3 I've only done Super Mario One.
0: <laughs> I mean Super Mario Bros. Two and those games are pretty hard. You know, I could I remember Super Mario Two was Birdo. It, it was it was extremely difficult to fight him. Mm-hmm. Um second one, Super Mario sixty four. that game you could you could play it seventeen years in the future. I could play it seventeen years in the future over and over again. Now that we've done it, I need to know your best video game and then your worst.
1: So that's kind of tricky because um, I have several best games depending on the platform. So, Hari, I think it was maybe Chopper Command. That was a pretty cool one. Another one for Nintendo tie between Battle of Olympus Super Mario 2 and um, yeah my worst uh, would have to be E.T. the video game it was boring as anything
0: I saw so many things on this one was that they made was it they went into the desert and they got all like thousands of copies and they just buried them
1: Yes, I heard they turned it into a parking lot at J.C. somewhere oh in uh, Nevada.
0: I didn't know that. They just, you know, you're gonna you're gonna research back and you're gonna find that they turned it into an ice cream
1: flavor. <laughs> so, what were uh, your favorite and favorite games? Oh
0: my goodness! Favorite video game I would have to say is Super Mario World, mm-hmm. the for the SNES. I love it. It's such a classic, I would say for multiple things. New things is that people like fans of the of the Super Mario World franchise, they actually created something called a ROM hack. So basically they would take the game code and they would rewrite it To create even more like new levels and new bosses and new stages and new music. And it would bring in a whole entire, like, one time I saw in Super Mario World there was wall jump. That was, that's amazing. I I think of an SNES game where you could wall jump. I mean, Ninja Gaiden, I guess, but still, Super Mario World where he can wall jump or like double jump, that's amazing. And then, worst one again would be ET. I learned about it from a friend. And he was like, dude, play this. This is the worst game ever. I was like, there's <laughs> no bad game. You get dropped down. You start in the forest.
1: E.T. photo. Home.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. There is the random arrows up, down, left, right go sideways, fall in the hole, get taken to like a jail. And there was no objective. There was no real objective.
1: Well, uh, there is a game I really like. I forgot about it. It was on the classic uh, Nintendo. Treasure Island, Izzy or Dizzy, I forget what it is. And you're an egg and you're trying to escape this island.
0: It's Treasure Island Dizzy. They made yes. a whole bunch of Flash games on that. And game. it
1: was amazing. It was really hard and like one big puzzle. But there was really no objective. You're just going around <laughs> collecting stuff. And collecting then,
0: stuff and then giving it other people to collect new stuff
1: yeah
0: sometimes when you play these games i have to say with autism for me i sometimes get so addicted that literally time feels like it isn't fast forward
1: i've had a problem with losing track of time my whole life with video games and even today (laughs) Um, there's been times I've been playing a game and just kind of, you know, dozing off and it's like, just one more minute, just let (laughs) me wake up, you know, it's hard to do. But sometimes what I do is if I find it starts becoming a too big of a problem both now and in my past, I uninstall it and just find less addictive game or just, you know, kind of put it away. But I give it some breathing space and just kind of savor life for lack of better word without video games and just kind of yeah is it worth uh, losing an extra hour of sleep for playing that game or is the next day better with getting that hour and it's hard to do sometimes especially when you're at a cool spot of the game i would have to say so myself especially
0: when you get like to a secret love and you're like no i gotta keep going i can't i can't stop it's too good but you know, sometimes, sometimes what I do is that I'll keep a save state. Well, nowadays on your computer, I play most of my vintage games or old video games on my computer, and I'll keep i I'll keep a save state of it, and then I'll keep it, and then when I I'll pull up the game again, and I can restart from there. So, so it's a it's a good way of doing it. I mean, in the past, you couldn't even pause the game. Sometimes, sometimes you you just die. You'll just you just have to give up and die.
1: I remember with Atari, um, the company Activision, they had a thing if you passed level 100, you take a photo of the screen when you kind of are done with it, and you send it in, and they'd send you a really cool patch that you could sew on your jean jacket, right? And I was so excited. Uh, Megalomania, which is basically, um, oh, what's that video game? Space Invaders, uh, similar to that. And um, I got to like level 120 and same with Chopper Command. I got up to level 150. I was so excited. And the patch for Chopper Command was awesome, right? So my mom, you know, got the, you know, old 35 millimeter camera, <laughs> took a picture with me beside it. Like, yeah, thumbs up. Sends it out, gets it developed. Like, two weeks later, thanks, screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, oh, no patch Oh no And guess what I bet you You just You just Closed it off And you have Nothing else oh,
1: There no. was no Proof of my Great score Ever Oh no That's horrible That's the worst I know it's not Really related to uh, What we were talking About taking a break But just You know think of saving games And back then There was no save <laughs>
0: Man, that brought back so many memories and so many happy thoughts.
1: Yes, and thanks for making me feel so oldy. Eh?
0: <laughs> <So, laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I do with yeah.
1: At least you have good taste in video games and all of that. You seem to know a lot about the classics. And to be honest, when I go back to the classics, some of them, I'm like, why did I even like these? But <laughs>
0: <laughs> You come back like to Atari sometimes you're like, huh. Wow, this is uh, different to what we play nowadays. You're like, wow, two little, two little square things just bouncing about. <laughs> and uh,
1: yeah, it's always important to uh, set boundaries and know when too much is too much and ways to manage things. Just keep an eye out. Yeah, it's been a riot.
0: Uh, been quite a interesting journey for for our first episode
1: yes it's been great and there's going to be many more great episodes and i'm looking forward to it
0: i'm really looking forward to myself
1: okay guys
0: we will see you on the next episode of sos
1: size of the spectrum thank you for listening